Welcome to Conan Kruger. That's Larry Kruger in Walnut Creek where it's 112 freaking degrees. <laughs> Wish him luck. Well, I'm Grand Cone in Oakland where it's a little bit, this is a little bit, but not that much cooler. Um, we'll be here for about the next 45 minutes. I want you guys to check out Larry Kruger's YouTube channel. If you don't already subscribe to it, do that. Uh, he's going to be taping an interview with Steve Weiss of the NFL Network, which he'll be posting later. And me, go to my website, 49ersqcmerch.com. See if there's anything you like. 10% off CPH1 promo code. Okay, that out of the way. Albert Breer made news today. He had a long report and said that Trey Lance was initially annoyed about the Niners keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. You had Albert Breer on your radio show on 95.7 to clarify. Can you tell him what he said and what your what your take is from about all this? Well, it was almost granny almost like walked it back because I he re he edited the story after the interview and put it out again and kind of took out the words that made it seem like uh, Trey was bothered. So I don't know if the 49ers reached out to him or if he got any pushback elsewhere or if he just felt like he over, uh, you know, used language he didn't want to use or phrasing he didn't want to use. But he, I don't want to say he walked it back, but he he seemed to downplay it when we asked him about it. It wasn't it was like, hey, you know, yeah, he was initially upset, um, but, uh, you know, he didn't he didn't. Make, I mean, Trey and, the, and Jimmy and the 49ers, everybody's trying to paint the picture that everybody's on the same page. And this report obviously flew in the face of that. Um, but then when I when confronted with his own report, I, I seem to feel like he was trying to step back from it a little bit and not necessarily reinforce that notion. Like maybe he had reconsidered it. Right. When I read it this morning, I was thinking, this is big news. But at, at the same time, he like buried it at the bottom of a 10,000 word extra, like bonanza of an article. So I'm thinking, is this really big news? And then he's basically said like, well, it was just a normal reaction that anyone would have, like, like just initially. But he quickly understood all the context and stuff. So it seemed like he was kind of trying to say it's a it's not a story. Well, and, and maybe Trey was just being totally candid and, and forthright, or maybe whoever shared that information with him, you know, felt like Trey confided in that person. But you know what? To me, if he's not disappointed, I'm more concerned than if he is disappointed. I mean, why wouldn't you be disappointed? This is your job. You, this is your profession. You want to get it rolling. He hasn't played a lot of football. I'm sure he'd love to play. Um, but you know, it doesn't mean that he's not going to play, right? It just means that he's going, he's got that much more pressure on his, on his back to play well and to be efficient and to move the football team. Yeah. It's probably what Kyle loves. If he didn't care that Jimmy was here, you'd think, are you really driven to be the franchise quarterback? I think Steve Young was annoyed that he had to share the room with Joe Montana and vice versa. Like it's natural. I, he, he shouldn't say it. And I clearly he didn't say it, but off the record, I'm sure. Why would you not acknowledge that? Like, yeah. I don't think we need him. I think I'm ready. They don't clearly – I mean, and also, again, they can say whatever they want to Trey Lance. Trey, he's just a backup. We love you. Internally, he's got to be questioning how they really feel, even if they love him, even if they really do. Well, I, I think that – you know what? There's a, there's a lot of dynamics at play here. Usually teams like the 49ers who are in their Super Bowl window don't wind up with – talents like Trey Lance who need time and I think long term I feel very confident that Trey's going to get there but you know there's pressure to get it done right now so I you know 
uh, how could he not? How could he not feel the pressure or feel, you know, be disappointed in any way if Jimmy were, were coming back? And it, 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 in some ways, he could see it as what a lot of people see it as, which is a hedge that he's going to be able to fulfill his potential this year. I think it's what's annoying to me is how they they expect us to believe them when everyone's like, oh yeah, super excited that Jimmy's back, super happy to be here. Like, this is what we all wanted. Like, no, it's, of course, you probably have some feelings that you can't share publicly, but when you just stand there and be like, super excited, this is great. I mean, it's not just Trey, it's everyone in the organization. It's like, come on, it's awkward. We all know it's awkward. It might be for the best, but we don't have to acknowledge it, but we will. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan's job is to not make sure that Trey's happy. Their job is to make sure that the 49ers win. Does this move help the 49ers win? Yeah, Yeah. it does. Does it make Trey happy? No, it doesn't. But that's not the priority. No, what would make Trey happy would be $50 million a year and no Jimmy Garoppolo here. And one day he could attain that. But so far, right now, I guess it. I always said the Niners should go all in with Trey, but it's different. Like, they're not the Bills of 2019, 18. They're not a rebuilding team. They can't just give the roster to a kid who's not ready. So it's fair for them to have a starting caliber backup. Once he shows that he can play 17 games a year at a very high level, they won't need to have Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. But he hasn't really proven that that's not necessary. Once he started three games, it's fair. Yeah. Fair. And, and what did you say when this happened? You said, I think the Niners' Super Bowl odds just went up significantly. I agree with you on that. They should have. They should have. I don't know if they actually did, but they should have because now they've got two two quarterbacks they feel like they can win with. And more importantly, you, now you're gar- you're, you are insured against the injury that, that suddenly in the middle of the year you lose five of six right. because your quarterback's out. You know They've got two quarterbacks now that they can win games with in the regular season at least. I don't know why, but I've been going back and looking at the 1972 Dolphins, the undefeated team. I wasn't alive back then. But was it, I, didn't, I don't know anything about them. They're one of the greatest running teams of all time. But what was interesting to me is that Bob Greasy was their quarterback. He broke his ankle week five, and they had Earl Morale like the whole year. And then Greasy came back at the very end of the championship game in the Super Bowl. Like, the greatest team of all time needed two quarterbacks to get it done. Maybe the Niners are, are going to follow that blueprint as well. They might need two quarterbacks to get this done. Well, Jimmy has proven that he can't stay healthy. Trey, um, you know, is, is you know, first of all, he's, they're both operating behind a line that a lot of people feel like is the biggest question mark coming into the year. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you know, you want to get your quarterback hit, killed or hurt, you know, just have issues on the interior of your offensive line. And that's yeah. where they're really inexperienced. So I think it's smart. I think it's absolutely smart to have multiple quarterbacks. And and who cares if you're inviting the circus to town? They can handle it. Everybody can handle it. Okay, this is a different – this isn't a report, but this is from Peter King, and it's interesting. He predicts that the 49ers will bench Trey Lance by week seven and go back to Jimmy Garoppolo. That's – that would be a home game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Buy or sell Peter King's prediction? Um, That – that – I, I don't think I disagree. I totally yeah. disagree. I, based on what I've seen, we love the quarterback position. We analyze it to death. And we have all kind of collectively decided because um, there's been some errant passes in camp right. that Trey Lance can't do what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. Yeah. I don't believe that. I believe Trey Lance can do more 
than what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. And once the bullets start f- flying for real week one, we're going to see that. So I think Peter King is wrong. I, I agree. I think he's wrong, too. I, th- I mean, the Niners would have to lose a lot of games for him to get benched by week seven. And this defense is too good for them to lose all those games. Also, I think this – a lot of people are thinking that – maybe Peter King is thinking that Trey's going to be way worse than Jimmy. And I don't see where that's coming from. Trey played last year. You can compare their numbers. Jimmy's quarterback rating was 98. Trey's was 97. They were pretty similar. I guess Jimmy was a little better. Now Trey's in year two. And he may not be a better passer than Jimmy right away, but he's going to have a bigger impact, I think, because of the running. And I think the offense is going to be better with him because of the running. And you're going to see an offense that averaged 4.3 yards per carry last year, averaged closer to five this year. And I think if you have a defense that's top three in the league and an offense that averages five yards a carry, you're going to win. You could throw 15 passes, and we've seen this team do that. So I think people are kind of missing it. I think there's potential for some offensive droughts. But, I mean, what you saw in the the one thing that that absolutely is undeniable, in my mind, is that Trey – and I've seen this now for all training camp. In I saw, I saw it in the game. I've seen it in mini camp. I saw it in training camp. So now I believe this is solid. He throws a pretty deep ball with accuracy yep. and touch. Yep. And Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't throw that ball with accurate accuracy. Now yep. you've got you've got Danny Gray who can run by any corner in the NFL pretty much at will. I mean, he guy literally plays in the four twos. So you, I, I expect them to hook up, and I yeah. expect them to hook up more often than you would think because Trey throws that pass well, and Danny Gray runs that route well, and Shanahan was at the practices and he saw what I saw. So they're going I mean, up top to Danny Gray, and he and and they're going to hit. Yeah, every game that they're going to take that 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 shot. Do you think that um, initially Trey Lance will be a big step down from Jimmy Garoppolo as a passer? No, I do think that Trey uh, – I think Trey is going to be better than Jimmy because think about it. When uh, when when Jimmy got late in the down, that's where the mistakes came. That's yep. where he floated passes over the middle of the field. So, you know, Trey I think is going to be – the, you know, he this line is going to break down at times. He's going to have to run for his life. From what I can tell, based on the the Texans game and what I've seen in camp, he's pretty good at maneuvering the pocket like really effectively and really explosively. Yeah. So he's got explosive movements within the pocket. He's going to be able to buy himself three or four extra seconds, two or three times a half, and then refocus his eyes down the field. And somebody's going to free, free open, and I think he's going to make some big plays in, in situations like that. His completion percentage is going to be lower than Jimmy's, but his yards per attempt, which is a more important statistic, because you could just throw a bunch of screens for two yards and have a completion hyper completion percentage. His yards per attempt is probably going to be right around where Jimmy's was, if not higher. Then the TD to INT ratio, it'd be hard for it to be worse. I mean, Jimmy's wasn't even two to one last year. So I think it's he might be a better passer than Jimmy. And then you factor in the running, which Jimmy gives you nothing. And now you're playing 11 on 11 football. I think this offense is going to be better than last year. Last year, the offense was Debo. That was the offense. Now I think it's Debo plus. 
thing is, well, you're gonna, a lot. you're gonna have to account for Trey in the run game. Yep. And so then there's gonna be more space in the run game. You're gonna have to this team now has Danny Gray and Ray Ray McLeod, so you have more right. space down the field. There's just gonna be a lot more real estate available and around and open. And I just think I I I think Trey, if you look at his college numbers, the one thing that you can take away, he takes care of the football. I don't think you're gonna see mass turnovers. Yeah. If you saw mass turnovers from any quarterback. Uh, you're probably looking at, you know, going to somebody else at some point. But I don't see mass turnovers. I see a turnover here and there and some tip passes, uh, but an an overthrow. He's not, you know, but I I still think he's going to take care of the football, especially when he has it in his hands. I just think people are too focused on the passing game. This is the Niners are going to run the ball more than any other team. This it's going to be about the running game. It's like think about 10 years ago when the Seahawks had Marshawn Lynch. That was their offense. Once they brought in Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson wasn't a great quarterback right away, but just the threat of him running made Marshawn way better, made that team way better. And him just throwing 20, 20, 22 throws a game, few shots down the field, few scrambles, that team was great. That team was a dynasty. And he wasn't even a fully developed quarterback. He was young. The Niners could do the same thing. I, I think Shanahan, if you asked him, you know, give him truth serum, I don't know if he'd say it on a podium, but I think he would say it if you got him alone, is that he? Th- I think he believes that both of his quarterbacks should be on a pitch count. I don't think he wants to have Jimmy thrown at 35 times a game. I don't think he wants Trey to be thrown at 35 times a game. They have different strengths and weaknesses, but essentially I think the game plan is the same. Run run and run some more and then when you dominate the line of scrimmage and you've run pretty much at will play action pass take some shots i think that's what the offense is going to be um flav says trey yards per attempt will be near jimmy's only reason it was last year was because he had an 86 yard play to debo because seattle forgot to put a db on the field jimmy will be the guy by week eight at the latest Week eight at the latest. So I guess that's Peter King's uh source right here here's the thing jimmy garoppolo's yards per attempt last year was 8.6 Trey Lance was Trey Lance's was 8.5. I'm guessing same offense, same end result roughly. I think Jimmy's going to play this year. I think they're going to have similar yards per attempt again. We could be I don't know. I mean Jimmy Jimmy's was that, inflated by Debo's screens. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know, not at all. I was just going to say what Flav's talking about week eight, what Peter King is talking about week seven. You know, the dynamic here is it's going to reflect on Kyle and John negatively if they have to make that move because of anything but injury. So they're going to hesitate to make that move, and they're only going to make that move if they absolutely have to. So I, I just don't see it happening. I think the 49ers have way too much talent to to go off of this quarterback and make the ge- the head coach and the general manager uh, be open to questioning questioning from the media. I just don't I don't see him doing it. And again, like this all th- this premise uh, is dependent on the logic uh, of Trey Lance falling on his face. That's what you're assuming here, without saying it. Trey Lance is going to fall on his face. We've seen him play. There's no evidence that he's going to do that. His quarterback rating in the preseason was. 116 his yards per attempt was 8.8 and people said he played poorly it seems like we've seen him he's competent at worst and it's i'm thinking he's going to be an upgrade but flav i understand we'll see jury's out i got another okay there's another report this is from dove Kleiman, taking it way back to last year he says kyle shanahan wanted mac jones in 2021 and the organization talked him out of it buy or sell that report i'm selling that my god 
So now the guy who makes the most money, the guy who has the ultimate control, the guy who runs the offense, the guy who is the tip of the spear when it comes to, um, you know, offensive everything for the 49ers on the biggest decision, he's going to defer to some road scout. And no, Kyle Shanahan, you know, I'm, I'm Kyle Shanahan has said it. There's interview at this point. What are we yeah. doing? This is like Jim Harbaugh time. We've plowed right. this ground already. Yeah. Kyle has said it. He liked Mac and he liked Trey, but clearly he saw the dynamic potential of Trey and that superseded the advantages that Mac had as being ready to go and genius like in so many ways. So. If this were true, it's like, what would that say about Kyle Shanahan? You have final say on this, and you're going to let someone make the decision for you? It's your team. You hired the general manager. You put the whole thing together. At the end, you're going to let Jed York tell you which quarterback is the – or me tell you which quarterback to take. You're the expert. I, I, so if it's true, it's really bad, and I, I don't think it's true. The only thing that would make it true, Grant, is if Kyle doesn't have conviction on players – you know, he might he's if a he great like, play caller. He's someone a, has to make the decision for him or just, yeah. you know, he, you know, I'd be gun shy, too, if I drafted Dante Pettis and Jalen Hurd and C.J. Beathard and some of these got Joe Williams. And I and I personally was the reason that those guys were drafted. I might be questioning myself. So who knows? Maybe he gets into the thing and he really liked Mac Jones. But ultimately, he's like, you know what? I'm great at this. He's great at that. I'm going to defer to my guy. It's possible people defer to other people in business all the time who they feel are specialists in their field. So ultimately, we're never going to get the answer to this. But I think the bottom line is Kyle was comfortable with Trey and Mac. Be I think either one of them being his decision. And I just can't believe that like he didn't want Trey, and but he was forced on him by somebody in the organization. Don't buy it. Well, Trey was the right pick, so I'm glad he got there. I'd hate to think that Kyle Shanahan is so nervous about, you know, the unknown of what's going to happen this year that he's floating this right before the season starts to cover his behind. Because I can't help but notice that a month ago, uh, he not he didn't have, but Brandon Marshall and Pac-Man Jones came to the Niners facility and he gave him a one-on-one, which I'm sure to get a one-on-one with Kyle, you would have to give him the questions ahead of time. And one of the questions was, did you want Mac Jones? So it's like, do you want to talk about that right now? If I were Kyle and I was on that, and I'd be like, I'm not talking about that. Not no, that I've done that before. I'm I'm with Trey, but like that made it through on the I Am podcast one on one. It's like, what, dude? I, I I hate to think that Kyle is doing a last minute hedge and like rehashing the past to do it. That would be weak. So I'm gonna say he's not doing. It. I don't. I'm buying. I'm selling this. I'm selling this. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, I think he was so, I think he's such a relatively relaxed guy. I don't know that he demanded to know the questions there, but that would be, I, maybe I'm naive in saying that. I just, I don't know. Uh, that's my sense of it. I'll say this, Grant, you know, fair. Man, I don't know that. So I don't know if that's fair. That's yeah. And I mean, I'll say this. Yeah. I interviewed Kyle when I was at KBR several times throughout the year. Never one time did ever he ask for any question to be included, not included, nor did at any time any PR or any representative of the Niners ever inquire to me, Tom or Rod about what our questioning would be. So I think that That's I don't think know. there's anything there. That's good to know. Yeah, I don't buy this. Joseph says, Grant, appreciate the cameo from my bachelor party. Libraries do suck, though. Oh, you do a cameo. Yeah, uh, those are fun. Glad you had a good <laughs> bachelor party. Uh, Rich with the bands says, do you think Trey would be better if he trained with Jordan Palmer this offseason? 
it does seem like Jordan Palmer gets results. I, I heard uh, Josh Allen talking about him. He was just like, yeah, I, my my mechanics were pretty bad until I saw Jordan Palmer. <laughs> I like, oh. I mean, I, I didn't know that about Jordan Palmer. Um, I will say this, though. Trey, Trey, I think, he, you know, Alex Smith is – I thought a lot about Alex Smith this week because Alex Smith was the number one pick in 05 and became a three-time Pro Bowler, but it did not happen until 2013. Yeah. And so think about that for a second. That was his eighth year. I'm not saying it's going to take eight years, but – I got a hot take. He may not, it, may, it may not be this year, but he could still wind up being a very good quarterback. Go ahead. I got a hot take. The Niners would have won the Super Bowl in 2012 if they would have given the job back to Alex Smith. I said it! I said it! <laughs> I said it! Here's why. Here's why. Colin was great that year, too. Okay? But the Niners lost to who that year? No, they didn't lose anyone. They lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Ravens. Yeah, I don't know. I can't say it. I don't know. I don't know. Would he the- have been able to go into Atlanta and win? Would he have been know. able to do win in Green Bay? Right? Those the were the numbers were really good that year. He had completed 70% of his throws. It makes you wonder, though. He, after watching the way there was two careers went, yeah, you know, it was clear that Alex was an ascending player at that yes. point, and we were still maybe tied to the NFC title game because he was horrendous. Alex he was. was horrendous in the NFC title game that Kyle Williams lost them. He was. he was like 0 for 13 on third downs or something. It was really bad. He was. But the Niners could beat Seattle with him. They had a, a much tougher time. Colin would kind of melt down when he went to Seattle. Alex won in Seattle. And the next year, they, they lost in Seattle. So, I don't know. I mean, Alex Smith was very accurate. I don't know. Colin was great, though. I'm just saying. I'd love to see Alex Smith with the weapons the Niners have now. If Alex Smith could have gotten drafted into this situation that Trey Lance has and sit for a year and then play, he might have just been what they wanted him to be. But you remember how bad Alex was that first year. He was awful. Really bad. He was extremely bad. Drew Loya says, why did we not set up Trey with the better offensive line outside of Trent? We are just very subpar. He's going to be going off schedule constantly. Yeah, I guess that was my big question from the offseason, too. You'd think. And it's like, look, they they, they cut Jimmy Garoppolo's salary. Great. Are you going to use that cap space? Because if you don't, it's kind of like you're still paying Jimmy because the money's still not being tied up or whatever. Who did we? Who did people want? I know there was a lot of talk about J.C. Treader. You saw he retired. He's retired, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, remember I, I told you. Lakin. Yeah, I, I, I just you know? think I just think uh, it's an organizational theory. Unless you're just super elite as a guard, you're not going to get paid. Yeah, it's and that's just, not just a Niner theory. That might be a league wide theory. That's true. That's true. But again, if you have a cheap quarterback, you can kind of splurge on other positions, and there's no reason to like just downgrade. At left guard if you don't have to but maybe banks is good i have no idea to me you know i'll say this banks took a lot of criticism but banks look good to me in the preseason i don't know maybe i I didn't see it the same way other people saw it okay um we got one more oh flave coming through with the generous ten dollar donation trey's average qbr now you're going qbr you don't even know the formula for qbr when he had to play (laughs) the full game gonna be ugly I think Shanahan has shown his confidence level through action. As soon as he can get Jimmy G in without losing credibility, Trey, he will. I love when people don't ask a question. It's just like, boom, so saith Flav. Here's $9.99. I appreciate it, though. I've spoken. I have spoken. It's going to be ugly. Again, they're going to have, like, the best defense in the league and probably the best run game. That's never a formula for ugliness. That's a formula for winning most of your games, I think. I'm losing football. 
he <laughs> this is a smart young quarterback who understands that take what the defense gives you. We've seen growth already sliding from him. The way he uh, to me, the tempo he plays with, the accuracy on the deep ball. He's is he there yet in every phase and every way imaginable? No. no. But I mean, I I don't get the hue and cry. I was at a lot of these training camp practices. He looked pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, he threw, he threw some picks, but Grant, you were there when Trent Williams spoke. He's like, "Hey, the defense has got a got a you know they've got a, 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 a you know they've got a list of the plays as well. They know what's coming, and it's yeah. true. You can't judge picks in camp." Yeah, and Jimmy threw a lot of picks in camp, and Jimmy's quarterback rating in preseason last year was fifty-five. So when people are acting like Trey's going to be so much worse than Jimmy, I think we're romanticizing what Jimmy is just because he's the backup. Everyone loves the backup, but Jimmy, I mean, he lost his job. The recent Trey's here is because Jimmy wasn't good enough, not because the Niners loved Trey so much, apparently. And fans only football fans don't watch the all 22. They only really see airs of commission, not airs of omission. They don't see the guy open down the field that doesn't get hit. They're not seeing that. So then you're thinking, well, Jimmy looks pretty good. The other thing is the NFC championship game against the uh, or the NFC division game against the pack. He threw two sideline passes that easily could have been pick sixes. If either of those plays gets made, he's being talked about like Jaquaski Tart. So, yeah. I mean, people just need to think about it. R says Trey will win the MVP and the media will adore him. Yeah, I said it. Come on, guys, represent. I wouldn't go that far. But maybe if the Niners go undefeated, which they might. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't That's see the one. MVP. What? I don't see MVP this year. I don't know that he's even going to throw for 3,000 yards. This team is going to run the ball. Justin says, what are the three keys to beating the Bears week one? Turnovers. Run one. the damn ball. Contain uh, contain fields. Because don't let fields bust yards. a 35-yard run on you. Keep him in the freaking pocket. Keep him in the pocket. He wants to get out of the pocket. He wants to back out. He wants to go left or right coordinated coordinated rush is going to be the yeah. key one of the keys if they can yeah. coordinate their rush the niners put a ton of rush and they've yeah. got the speed at linebacker that no other team in the league has is unless they give him huge avenues they're going to contain their the linebacker speed of the niners will contain fields they better because that's the only way that the the bears are going to move the ball that team is terrible the way i look at it all right dove Kleiman had more to say he dove Kleiman. In the same article that he said that Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones, it was, it was talked out of it, said Kyle Shanahan wanted Tom Brady the year before in 2020, and the organization talked him out of Tom Brady. Do you believe that one? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know what to believe on that one. Um, but I would think that once again, I mean, I'll stay with what I just said. I think that you're telling me what you're saying here is that the guy who's got the makes the most money who's an offensive coach who has total control at the most important position in the in on the field is deferring to others who would be against bringing in Tom Brady other than Kyle Shanahan you really think John Lynch was like whoa 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 Kyle Tom Brady I'm not sold or Jed York if Kyle's like hey Jed I think Tom Brady is the answer for us Jed's like nah I watched the tape he's done Kyle you're wrong he's watched like who would say that to Kyle that doesn't make any sense to me. But also, here's what makes sense to me is that these, some of these guys, some, everybody knows that people talk and you don't. If I'm Kyle Shanahan, I wouldn't want Tom Brady thinking that I, I think I'm better than him and don't need him. So maybe if I didn't want to go down that road, maybe I would just, you know, let somebody else in the organization uh, make the call. 
You know, I bet you he probably knows that there's certain things about his offense that he probably couldn't talk to Tom Brady the same way he talks to some of these other guys. I don't know. It just seems like maybe the personalities wouldn't have blended. That's just a guess. I just feel like at the time, Niner fans didn't want Tom Brady. They wanted Jimmy. They, they loved Jimmy Garoppolo. They'd just gone to the Super Bowl. And now John Gruden looks stupid for not bringing in Tom Brady. He's, he's like a punchline for choosing – uh, Derek Carr over Brady. I just feel like Kyle might be trying to. Hey, by the way, I wanted Tom Brady. I I'm not John Gruden. Like, did you really? You sure? Not, but it's ancient history. Who cares? But I don't blame anybody who didn't want Tom Brady because Tom Brady has taken the the prime of a player and just blown the whole idea out of the water. If I had told you ten years ago, hey, I got this 44 year old quarterback. What do you think? You would have said, no chance, no way, no. get out of here. He's changed how we view quarterbacks of that age, and so I don't blame anybody who thought he was too old, especially since Jimmy was coming off a off a Super Bowl and the window seemed the Niners. That's part of the reason they want Trey. I think is they want a big window, not a small window when it comes to the Super Bowl. It would maybe, rough, maybe though. Brady represented a small window in their mind, man. Bakers can't be choosers. It's been a long time since they got a Super Bowl. Maybe. I know. Just get six, maybe seven. will just, it'll be like the, what the olive jar. They just start popping <laughs> out. Yeah. All right. That's enough quarterback stuff. I want to ask you, this is, this is really weird to me. So Jimmy Ward's hurt at least four games. And now the Niners starting safeties are Talano Hufunga, who has not started many games, and George Odom, who has not started many games. Jaquaski Tart is available. He's just hanging out. He started in the NFC Championship game. The Niners were relying on him, wanted him on the field, had him on the field. Now they don't even want him as a backup, not even practice squad. Why? No one Do wants we Tart. know that he wants to be back? Because I actually yeah. heard this week from a couple different people that Tart – didn't like all the negativity, didn't like the fact that he was framed and wants to move on as well. I don't move know that that's what? the case. Move on to what is what I would say. Well, to like, I, I mean, I, I to play man, somewhere like, else. I mean, I'm sure he wants to play somewhere, but, you know, maybe he feels like he's he's got the phone's going to ring in the next couple of weeks. I don't know, but I will say this. And also maybe the Niners are looking at Joukowsky and saying, hey, look, we like him as a player. But we want to go with guys who are productive interceptors going forward because Tayshawn Gibson has got flaws for days, but he is a very productive uh, interceptor of the football. So maybe they've kind of reassessed where they're at and they want to prioritize, you know, ball skills and, and interception production back there. And maybe they feel like that's a new philosophy. I, I would bet it is actually. I, yeah, I mean, it's hard to criticize the Niners for not going and signing Tart when – the Eagles just cut him, and no other team seems interested at this point. Maybe they'll sign him week two or week three, someone. But right now it's looking like teams know something about Tart that we don't know. I don't get it. I guess teams lose interest in 30-year-old DBs pretty quickly. But it seems like he was in the NFC Championship game. Now you don't want him at all. You have a need. Jimmy Ward's hurt. Like, should be a natural. But He's not. looking more and more like a weak side linebacker to me all the time. That's all I'll say that. He looks like he's got – I didn't study him, but he looked like he put on a few. Um, he looks like a like a future weak side backer, like kind of like uh, the guy they had from Florida, uh, Marcel Harris, mm -hmm. who kind of moved from strong safety to weak side backer. I think Tart's making that transition as well. That's my guess. Well, that's some real insight. It makes sense to me because it's got to be some reason why – He's not latching on anywhere. I mean, the Eagles brought him in. They didn't want him. 
seems like maybe he's kind of an old school strong safety at this point in his career. He's not moving as well as he used to, maybe. I thought the Eagles made the best move of any team at the cutdown, trading for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I, I mean, I thought you were going to say picking up Trey Sermon. I'm like, wow, really? Uh, no, no. I was going to say Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is an impact nickel, and I was hoping that even though Womax looked good on the nickel, I was hoping maybe the Niners would use some of their their uh, you know J- Jimmy Garoppolo cap savings on uh, on Gardner Gardner Johnson. But he he goes to the he goes to the Eagles. He runs a little hot, but he's a player. I like the Eagles. I feel like the Eagles and Niners are similar. And the Niners are looking at what the Eagles did last year like, we can do that. We can definitely do that. We have better players than you. We have the same type of quarterback. One of those two teams most likely is going to lead the NFC in rushing. I like those two. And then I also like Minnesota. I feel like Minnesota just getting rid of Mike Zimmer. I don't really follow that team. But just from what I've read, the players really didn't like that guy. And now they're really happy all of a sudden. That's an easy division, too. Those are the three teams in the NFC I like. O'Connell O'Connell is well thought of. And I had Albert Brewer on today on the radio, as you mentioned before. And I asked him, who's your surprise team? He went with the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, that's a down division. Devontae Adams is gone. Um, clearly, the the antagonist in the organization is gone. Everyone's happy. They have a lot of good players still. Dalvin Cook, like them. But I do think the Niners and the Eagles are interesting. Those teams can really dictate with their running game. Those, what did Chris Sims have them both in the NFC Championship game? I think he does. Yeah, but you know it's funny. The Niners aren't getting a lot of respect around uh, football. I saw Bleach Report came out with their power rankings. They had them like fifteenth or sixteenth. People 15th? are missing. You saying the Niners aren't a top ten team? Come People on, are missing it. To me, it's like Trey Lance. Okay, so he's the talk of the league. No one knows what he's going to be. But if he's just a little bit better than Jimmy Garoppolo, how are you not picking the Niners to win the Super Bowl this year? They're, I don't know that he's better stacked. than Jimmy, but there's a very real opportunity. There's a very real chance he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo right now. How are you not picking him? I don't know. At least to win the NFC. I agree because not only that, even if they lose a quarterback for a month, they get another guy they can win games with. So they're the road to the Super Bowl in the NFC likely is going to come through San Francisco. The way I see it, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I think they're going to win a lot of games. They match up very well with the Rams. We know that. And then the Bucs, it's a great team, but they're losing offensive linemen quickly. And it seems like if the Niners played them soon, uh, what they do play in this season, their D-line would just overwhelm Brady. I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm thinking that the Niners match up really well with everyone in this division, in conference, and that they could go on a run. I like that they brought back Jimmy because they were not going to make the playoffs if freaking Nate Sudfeld had to start two games or more, in my opinion. I mean, all you got to really handicap is this. The Niners were in the NFC Championship game last year, and they're improved. They have Jimmy, and they have Lance. They have Danny Gray, and they have Ray Ray McLeod. They got deeper on deeper offensive line. Uh, You know, they've got a deeper offensive backfield. They're deeper. They added Charvarius Ward in the secondary. They got a true potential number one. They're the only only way they're a little backslid on the D-line, a little bit. And well, the O line, I think a little backslid in the O line, and then maybe at safety. But Jimmy Ward's coming back, and if Talanoa Funga is good, they could be better at safety. Right, and I think yeah. Tal, I think Funga's really good. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. All right, um, I think we can end the show a little early. Remember to check out Larry's channel later tonight. He's going to be yep. tonight, tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to do it at four o'clock, but we're going to tape it and then we'll play it later on the channel. Cool. Let me make sure there's no more super chats that I missed because people hate that, which I understand. 
couple. Oh, nope. Got him. That's the show. Thanks for watching. Uh, go go somewhere where it's cool and stop. <laughs> I'm going to barbecue some ribs.